to another episode of Playing Catch-Up. I'm Tom Bailey, and as always, I'm joined by Tim Owen. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, the idea is is pretty simple. Each week, Tim and I both pick a game from each other's uh, pile of shame. We both go away, play that game for a week, and then we come back the next episode and discuss it. And that and that's pretty much it. So let's uh, let's get straight on with it. Last week, Tim, I, I picked Dear Esther for you. Um, it's, uh, it's a PC, first-person indie game. Uh, it kind of received a fair bit of critical acclaim at first when it was released and then subsequently suffered something of a backlash with uh, with a fair few people suggesting it's perhaps not really a game at all. And that, that's partly why I picked it for you, really. Um, I'm kind of interested in this idea of what's a game, what's not a game, and I'm particularly interested in your take because I know you've stated in previous weeks that stories in games don't tend to do anything for you and that's that's pretty much the focus with this game. So so how did you get on with it? Yeah, um, like you say, it's it's... It's not really a game. It's basically <laughs> um, press forwards for an hour and a half or so, and that's it. But I've got no—I haven't got any problem with that, to be honest. As long as it's engaging, this game uh, straight away, I have to say, it's it's a very nice looking game. Yeah, yeah. So straight away, it's, it's striking. You you come onto an island and um, and already it's looking nice. Um, I have to, I do have to say that I, my computer made a bit of a mess of this. It wasn't. It was struggling to get it running smoothly. Sure. Um, and the music was cutting out now and again, which did take me out of the game. But I wouldn't say it ruined my enjoyment of it, to be honest. Okay. Um, like I say, it's uh, it it was running jerky, but it was it's a beautiful looking game. And um, I think straight away I'll, I'll have to mention the music, which really stood out to me. There's a lot of piano in there, which is my favorite instrument and i'll often just listen to piano on its own so i was i was pleased with that and it's got a really nice score to it and yeah. it comes in at appropriate moments as well it's like it's got bits of silence but then the music kicks in and it works really well yeah the, so the game itself or whatever you want to call it art piece of art whatever um <laughs> you're basically a person on an island moving along although it's often not clear that you're that because it's such a floaty sort of system it's there's there's no real sense of movement it feels just like you're a camera moving along to be honest you don't really feel yeah. like a person um i didn't have an issue with that though it was okay although i do like to look down in first person games and see my feet i always appreciate that <laughs> you move quite slowly as well which at first is a bit jarring but five minutes in you don't notice it which is pretty which is completely fine yeah so down to the game itself there's no use button you you are literally just looking around and moving forward the game kind of funnels you in certain directions. It does it quite subtly in a nice way, uh, like the Half-Life games do. Um, it kind yeah. of pushes you in the way you should be going. It's a nice, nice, elegant way of doing it. Yeah, and as you're moving along, it's got the this um, narrative going, which is basically a mo- an, an, an ongoing monologue from, from one guy. And um, I'd, I'd compare it straight away. Straight away, I was comparing it to Braid. It's a lot of pretty words. Uh, it doesn't shy away from philosophy. And also, it doesn't make a lot of obvious sense. Um, it's it's straight away you can see it's one of those games which is open to interpretation. 
Um, again, I've got no problem with that. Um, I didn't find it grip me though, which I did, which was an issue. With Braid, I found that I was I was quite gripped with the story. I was, although I, th- I thought I felt that game faded a bit story-wise as it went on. I, I I was gripped by it, but this one I wasn't really. Um, the atmosphere of the game though, I was gripped. I, I really enjoyed it. It was. Um, it's like I said, it's a beautiful looking game, and the longer it goes on, the better looking it gets as well. Um, without yeah. spoiling anything, there's a section about two thirds of the way through where it does look, it looks absolutely stunning. Even on my poor computer, it looked great, <laughs> better than anything I've seen on PS4, to be honest. Yeah, so it's so you get you, you're working your way through this island and through some caves, etc. And um, there's a great feel of isolation. You don't see any of the characters. Um, it's how I've pictured. I don't know if you read the Wasp Factory, but it kind of I don't know. It kind of felt like that kind of island, like just a guy on his own, you know. Yeah. No, I've, I've not read that book, but I have had it recommended to me a number of times. So yeah, you should, you should read it. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, it's not really, it doesn't have much to do with this, but it made, it yeah. did make me think of that. I'm not sure why, but it did. Kind of that feeling of isolation, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the, like I say, the sound and visuals are amazing, the, the, particularly in the cave section. I felt the game was quite unsettling in a way, um, which I liked. There was, there's no jump scares in the game. It's not, it's not that kind of game at all, which is nice and refreshing, particularly mm-hmm. after playing um, what's it called? Just came out on PS4. Um, 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 oh, Outlast. Yeah, Outlast, which I yeah. found a bit. A lot of the scares in that game are so cheap. It just mm. felt like it, it didn't. It didn't need it. It had a really nice atmosphere going on, and then something jumps out at you, and it's just, oh, why have you done that? And this game doesn't go as cheap as that. Although it does, it does feel unsettling because you're not, you don't, you're not sure what's going on, and I really like that. A nice thing that happened in the game. I started playing it when it was light, and then um, when I finished the game, it was dark, and it kind of that 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 tied in with the game because that's exactly how the game goes as well, and that kind of added to the the atmosphere for me. I'd probably recommend doing that if you get the chance. Yeah, yeah, and then I suppose the the rest of my sort of thoughts on it are a little bit spoily because it's to do with the ending. So I don't know if uh, if you want to say what you thought about it, and then we can perhaps discuss the ending. If, well, to be honest, uh, I only played it very briefly okay. um, when I first got it, and I had meant to revisit it before before um, we recorded tonight, but I haven't had a chance to go back to it. But but my memory of it, and I I think I only played fifteen minutes, oh, it ties in with what you said about that feeling of unease. Um, yeah, and I did wonder whether it was going to kind of descend into those kind of jump scare um, tactics that you mentioned there. So that's that's interesting because. I seem to remember sort of going into a little abandoned building quite early on and there being a, like a lightning strike that made me quite, kind of jump a little bit and uh, just kind of thinking, well, what on earth am I going to find around the next corner? And yeah. it's something I'll kind of talk about a little bit later on when we talk about the game I played as well. Kind of this general feeling of unease is something I have a kind of love-hate relationship with. I, I, I find it really intriguing how games can affect me that way sometimes, but yeah. also am I actually having fun? Oh, <laughs> sort okay. Of, sort of yeah. Doing it. Um, but... But yeah, no, it's interesting to know that you you feel this sort of stays on the right side of that line. But yeah, no, it's I just just really interested, like I say, in this notion of you know is, something's a game or, or isn't a game. I mean, how do you define that? Really, I can I can sort of understand where you're coming from. Essentially, if you're just walking forward all the time, then there's very limited interaction there. Yeah. But um, but I guess you know if you're walking around exploring to a certain extent, that's 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 essentially quite a gamey thing to do if you see what i mean but i suppose yeah. you were saying you, you were funneled in a, in a particular direction at all times are you i didn't have a problem with it it's the, the, the it gets away with it because it's such a short game it's about an hour and a half yeah perhaps less and it's um 
it, it's it's you can tell it's a, it's an experimental game. It's it's not you, you, there's no way you could do it for 16 hours and not get sick of it. You just be, <laughs> yeah. be completely bored. But it works in in the context of a very short game. It works well, and it's got some very interesting ideas. Uh, without getting into any spoilers or anything, it's it's it as you can probably tell within the first five minutes of the game, it deals with dreams and death. And I mm. think generally uh, from a personal point of view and I don't know how you feel about it dream sequences in films books g- games anything they tend to just annoy me I don't like them uh, for example the the dream episode of the Sopranos um, a show I otherwise loved I just did not like it at all I felt oh it was really see rubbish. I had the com- complete opposite reaction to you really oh you, you, you got into it you? I mean yeah, I could appreciate yeah. that it shows parts of Tony's um, subconscious etc but I just yeah. I just didn't I didn't I feel I felt I had all that anyway Yes, I, I didn't yeah, need no, it to be point. shown to me, but I can appreciate why. You know, I know that's just a, my personal view. I'm not, I'm not slagging it off or saying it's no, 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 poor. I'm just saying it's not to my taste. Generally, yeah. de- dream sequences just leave me cold, and um, I think this game, because it is quite heavily involved in that way, um, it, it didn't resonate with me as it might have. But I did, I did overall enjoy the experience. Like I say, it's only an hour and a half. And uh, I don't feel it was wasted time, I was, and it's really stunning to look at as well. I, I was uh, just going back to the kind of um, idea of, of something not not being a game, whether it's worth your time. I started playing um, Kentucky Route Zero the other day. I don't know whether oh, you yeah. played that at all, but that's a game that's had had kind of similar accusations sort of thrown at it, and it's a, it is essentially a very simple point and click game. There's not a huge amount going on there, but. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, again, I've only played twenty minutes of it so far, but I'm really, really enjoying it, and I don't, I don't know, I don't feel the need to um, think of it as a lesser product just because you know it's essentially a glorified story. Um, yeah. You know, the, 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 there's not actually that much going on that the, that the user does. I don't know. I, I just think some some of these kind of exper- experimental games get a hard time, and it's kind of cool to kind of strike back at them as soon as they get popular. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm it's interested the in your... That's the internet for you, isn't it? Well, yeah, this is true. This is true. I was going to say, I'm interested in your comparison to Braid. Actually, that's that's made me immediately want to go back and and play it as soon it's... as possible because I, I really really enjoyed Braid a lot. Only very light. Only in the respect that you know a lot of Braid's uh, storytelling is very metaphorical and philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just that really, and I don't think it's anywhere near as good as that on the story level. Um, yeah. it's 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 open to interpretation where it goes, but I don't feel it's it, I don't think there's enough there to grasp onto. Sure. And uh, I've read after I played the game, I had a quick look online to see what people uh, how people interpreted it, and people were just miles off with sorry miles apart with their opinions. And I don't think the game sure. had enough. Um, I think it was too ambiguous, basically. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that's about it though. I did enjoy, you know, it's. It's worth an hour and a half, I guess, just to have a look at the nice, uh, <laughs> nice caves and mountains. <laughs> but I don't think story-wise, it's anything to shout about. All right. Well, I guess you're going to have a fair bit to say about the game I played. So let's yeah. let's move on to that. Uh, it's Dark Souls. Um, do you want to speak a little bit about why you picked it? Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's a massively challenging and intimidating and uh, hard-going game, but it's also I'd say the most rewarding game I've ever played, um, or it's definitely up there anyway. Um, so I'm just interested to see how you got on with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I I think I mentioned last week, but I had 
tried it briefly um, before and got stuck and got distracted and um, kind of a little bit intimidated from it from there. And, and a lot of reasons being that, you know, it has this reputation of being utterly brutal. And from going back to it, it, it is easy to see why, certainly at the outset. And as we mentioned last time out, it, it, it tells the player almost nothing at all. You have to really earn your progress. And um, I can see for sure why that puts people off. I do have a bit of a almost grudging admiration for the developers sort of having the balls to say, you know what, go out there and figure it, yourself, figure it all out yourself. But it is true that unless you kind of want to consult a guide from the outset, you are in for a tough time. Even kind of picking a starting class is a bit of a conundrum. I know I had to ask you for advice on that and I didn't really know where to where to turn with that, whether I was going to be kind of leave myself short if I didn't go for one of the more kind of brutish characters. But yeah, you, you're giving you're giving very little information on, on a lot of things. Uh, and that kind of steep learning curve continues certainly through the, the first five or six hours I played and I would assume right through to the end of the game as well. And I've kind of got mixed feelings about that lack of information. You know, in one respect, as I've mentioned, I do admire it. And I love that idea of the challenge of discovering things completely for yourself. But on the other hand, I'm sure that, you know, that choice to leave players kind of bewildered at first will have turned off a a huge amount of people who probably would have actually got on fine with it. Because when you get down to it, the core game isn't that complicated, really, from what I've seen so far. You know, yes, it takes some time to get used to the intricacies, but once you're an hour or so in, you know, it's not nearly as daunting as it first feels, certainly in my experience. And, um, you know, it's it's a bit of a cliche with this game, but it is true. You know, most of the time, if you get hit by an enemy, it is your fault. Um, yeah. It's a case of learning how they attack and, and taking them on patiently and, and where possible, one at a time. And I found it to, you know, to be a good test to try and draw them out one at a time from crowds wherever possible and take them on individually but but going back to something you were saying before even even when doing that it, i found it to be god an incredibly tense game um yeah. it, it's not scary per se but just that feeling of not knowing what's around the corner I, I genuinely don't think i've kind of been on as as on edge playing a game as i have since maybe project zero on the xbox i don't know whether you've oh, played yeah, those okay. games i've heard the terrifying i've never played it but i've heard it's ridiculously terrifying yeah i oh god i had to i had to stop halfway through i'm a, I'm a bit of a wuss but i couldn't finish yeah. dead space that's that's the game that's um and that was purely i think because i stuck headphones on and played yeah. it in the dark i just couldn't handle it it was so yeah well i managed to get through to the end of dead space but admittedly i did the same as you i had headphones on lights off for the first four or five hours at which point i had to turn the lights on and just have the, the sound coming out of the tv because yeah it was too much the sound design <laughs> in that game was just insane, insanely good yeah 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 absolutely incredible but yeah uh this this yeah you know i like i say I'm, i am affected quite badly by scary games and, and while this isn't really that type of game it does kind of gave me that same same feeling of dread Oh, okay. sort of going, going into a new area for the first time you know not knowing what on earth's going to happen and and you do get ambushed at times, you know, I've entered a, a room to take on one visible enemy only to sort of be jumped by two or three more. And in those those cases, I was kind of, one one point I caught myself actually pleading with the television, you know, please, 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 like trying to get through the battle because I, I didn't want to lose all my progress. Yeah. And that kind of catching myself do that made me think, actually, yeah, this this game has grabbed me quite quite significantly. And and the combat really is is actually pretty simple so yep. far you know you've got a light attack and heavy attack 
you can block or parry with your shield or you know or dodge and roll to evade and i've been kind of favoring the the dodge and counter kind of method but i yeah, don't yeah. know whether that's the best approach from your experience or i just don't feel like i've mastered blocking with the shield at all really it's there's a, a number of ways to approach the game and like that's definitely one of them i think the the rec the sort of the way most people play it is to get a shield uh with 100 percent physical uh reduction so that no physical hit would ever hurt you unless you yeah. run out of endurance and then um basically letting them hit you and then hit them after and it's it's it, like you say it's simple but there's but as the more you play it the more you discover depth and uh did you ever try two hand in a weapon at all yes yeah and that's essentially what i'm doing at the moment because i'm not really finding that i'm doing particularly well with the shield i'm most of the time running around two-handed and just trying to evade yeah um unless there's kind of archers in which case i'll have my shield up but i had kind of read advice to the country in, in that that guide you sort of linked me to yeah. did sort of say always have your shield up but i was just finding myself um i found it restrictive but i think it's just something i need to spend time with yeah um i've generally for, for the first time i played the game i had the shield up for 90 yeah. percent of the time uh <laughs> but i know that i don't know if you'll find are you finding that your bro- your guards are getting broken too easy or yeah f- fairly but uh, like i say my what i'm try- trying to do as much as possible is just like be out of the way of any attack and then just nip in get a hit in get away again yeah um, that's the th- the beauty of that shield is that you can take you can take the attack like and it won't yeah. hurt you and yeah, then it um, may be that i've just not got a decent enough shield yet to be fair yeah it might be uh if you make sure you get one with 100 percent physical reduction then it it stops it stops the attack hurting you but yeah yeah and make sure you get the stability increase but that's getting into too much detail sorry carry on <laughs> you're fine <laughs> fine i was gonna say i really like the kind of soul system um for those who haven't played it you know you acquire souls each time you, you beat an enemy and um they're essentially the the, the currency of the game and you yeah. need them for leveling up and and i'll get onto it in a minute but presumably also for upgrading weapons and armor is that the case yeah it's it's for every it's actually more important to upgrade your weapons and armor than your character which yeah. might it might not be clear it's not clear for a long while actually but yeah. that's definitely your equipment needs to be a priority definitely okay and and kind of every time you die, the souls that you're carrying sort of get dropped in that spot that you died. So if you can subsequently battle your way back there, you can pick them back up again. So there's that kind of risk-reward scenario. It's a great system, but it does make it particularly infuriating if you lose them in a, in a particularly tough area. Yeah, I think that's my favourite thing about the game, though, because basically you, you're, going to go, you're going to die in this game a lot. It will happen. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it feels completely unfair, but on that time on that second run through where you're trying to get your souls back you know exactly what's coming because you've already done it so yeah. if you could don't get those souls it is your fault whereas the f- first time around it might not be your fault so yeah, i think absolutely. it's just a really good system to to make sure that the game's not too unfair and generally yeah. it treats it, it it treats the player with respect and it's sort of I don't know what point I'm making. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I agree. I think it's it's a really nicely implemented system. It's um, it, it yeah yeah it's fantastic. And the, the other thing that I, I really need to talk about is the uh, the ability to join other people's games. Oh yeah yeah. So again, for people who haven't played it, the, the kind of equivalent of save points here are bonfires. They're not really save points, but basically, if you rest at a bonfire, the next time you die, that's where you'll restart from, and. Uh, while you're at a bonfire, you, you have the choice of spending uh, humanity, which is, I suppose, another form of currency in the game. 
you can kindle the bonfire and the, the kind of big benefit there is that it doubles the amount of uh, estus you can carry which is essentially the health health packs uh, that refill your energy but what it also does is open up your game um allowing you to be uh, invaded as the game calls it and the first time i kindled a bonfire it was only sort of five minutes till that message popped up on the screen telling me i've been invaded i sort of cowered in the corner for five minutes waiting for the inevitable <laughs> inevitable to happen but um but nothing did happen so i was like oh okay because i'd also read that sometimes kind of, kind of people will come in and pop into your game and help newer players out give you like a nice bit of equipment or something so i was like oh okay maybe they've dropped something nice for me further down the line so i went on and sort of 10 minutes later at the point where i was kind of the, for the first time really felt like i'd got to grips with the game i was really having fun with it and um felt like a good grip on the combat and and that and i just overcome uh, uh what is a particularly hard enemy at the outset i think they're called boulder knights they've got red capes oh yeah 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 so the first one of those i'd overcome and I've, it took me it, you know took me right down to my last slither of health but i managed to overcome him and picked up a, a nice um shield from him and as i turned around uh just saw this massive guy basically in what seemed like flaming like flaming armor <laughs> so sort of do a couple of somersaults towards me and then just <laughs> yeah. strike me down with with one hit yeah I was just like oh jesus christ but yeah i mean again it just adds to that tension it was pretty gutting at the time, but but yeah, I kind of could see the funny side of it since. But but yeah, I can see why that kind of thing would put people off as well. There's a, I'd I'd say that's a slight flaw in the game that people basically you would never get invaded by anyone of a higher level than you. But as I said before, equipment level is more important than player level. So you could well get someone who's level one yeah. character level, but he's got weapons as powerful as they could possibly be. So oh, it's see, okay. the balance is a little bit off there, which is one of the. It, I'd say that's a bit of a flaw in the game. But going back to what you say, you said about the multiplayer invasions, etc. Something I absolutely love about this game is the fact that there's never any sort of networky screens in the game, apart yeah. from when, like, when you're trying to summon somebody, it says uh, attempting to summon player. It, it doesn't make it. It doesn't say like connecting to the PS3 network or anything like that. It's <laughs> yeah. it's very um in game and it does it feels part of the game world which i think is absolutely fantastic i think it's unrivaled for that and it it feels just so mysterious when someone enters your game and it's uh i don't know yeah it, yeah it feels um like it's it's so invasive like invasion's the right word it's you, you know you're playing along like you say you feel like you're doing well and then suddenly this person this unwelcome person just enters your world <laughs> and it's a real person as well i think that's amazing yeah yeah it's it's you know it's not like anything I've played before in that respect. And yeah. it does add that, you know, you don't need to have it open for that much time because once, you know, if someone does invade your game and, and kill you, you're back to being hot, hollow as the game puts it. And, yeah. Uh, when you're hollow, players can't invade your game. So it's, it's not like it's a constant threat, but um, like I say, it's when you're, when you're um, choosing to have that benefit of, of kindling the bonfire, that's when you kind of open yourself up for it. But, um, and I don't know, I don't know if it's clear, but also another benefit of being a human is that you can summon help. Um, so I don't know if you've okay. done that yet, but that's, no, that's, the main, no. that's the main benefit. So say you've got a tough boss and you want a bit of help. Um, yeah. There'll be lots of what, the summon signs near the boss. Um, yeah. So you can get people to help you. But at the same time, you've got that, that, that chance of being invaded. So you can end up with it in a situation where you'll summon someone to help and then you'll get invaded, which ter- which temporarily blocks off the block the boss door and then suddenly right. you've got to um fight the invader. 
<laughs> so it's uh it's it's all you know it's all just a part of the tapestry yeah i i take it the summer signs are the white circles are they no the white circles oh, okay. <laughs> the white circles are where people have performed miracles in other games it's they're basically just ignore them they, yeah, don't worry about them <laughs> okay good to know oh yeah you you tasked me with getting to the gargoyles um i didn't quite do that okay. um but I, I think i'm essentially there i've i've basically just found a bonfire near what i think is the church um and there's a blacksmith downstairs yeah yeah that's it that's it but i literally just got there before before sort of jumping on to record this so oh, right, okay. i haven't explored the blacksmith yet i don't really know how best to proceed in terms of upgrades i'm still using the hand axe i started out with and i know i read that you essentially can take any weapon as long as it's not totally awful and yeah. you can upgrade any weapon and it'll get you through the game would you advise kind of sticking with something i'm comfortable with or is there you know something better i should be aiming for um just use something you like enjoy yeah. using i wouldn't use a hand axe because it's no. um not a great weapon really but um you could buy a long sword or there's a claymore quite nearby yeah. as well just basically just try each weapon you find and then just just use something you like the feel of just yeah just just basically every weapon um on it is you could complete the game with for sure i did uh i did get the drake sword earlier on yeah but um i'm not strong enough to to wield it so i haven't actually managed to have a go with it yet but yeah um, that, basically I've... without going into detail that weapon um help is very helpful early on but then it yeah. becomes outclassed later on whereas other weapons such as the long sword you can take through the whole game so okay. it's almost a bit of a novelty not a novelty weapon sure. so it's like a temporary weapon almost yeah i'm with you and i mean the, the reason i ended up getting that was because something else i meant to mention is the other benefit of being online apart you know apart from being invaded people do leave messages yeah uh, that you can read on the floor and sometimes they'll be misleading but the majority that I've found so far have been really helpful. So with any kind of yeah, secrets yeah. Or, or warning you of, of an ambush coming up, it'll tell yeah. you to look to the left, you know, around the corner. So that's really nice as well. I, I really liked that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's de I'm definitely going to stick with it this time. I mean, having played those first five or six hours, is it, has that given me a decent idea of what to expect throughout now? Or you know, the, any next, particular... the next five hours will be, I think it'll be when you decide to stop or carry on. Because it gets, <laughs> okay. there's a... There's an area that you may have heard of called Blight Town, which is yes. the which is um, pretty nightmarish. But if you can get through that, then you'll probably play till the end because that's that's okay. kind of the that's the real testing ground. That is. Yeah. It, don't get me don't get me wrong. It's not it's not over, you know you you can overcome it if you put your mind to it. But it's it's meant to be horrible and it is horrible. <laughs> but you, you sure. But um, if you come throughout, if you come out the other side, you'll be glad you did it. Okay, that's well. I'll definitely at least uh, I'll definitely at least go on till there then and, and see how I get on. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, have you have you got? Obviously, you've played the game a lot. You've gone through it a number of times. I mean, is is there more to more to say? Not a huge amount, to be honest. I don't I don't, yeah. I don't want to give anything away either because I think no, no. part of the appeal of the game is discovery, and it's um, it's it's ex you should you should play this game knowing as the least you can the first time you yeah. play it definitely. I think you need. A, I think everybody can benefit from a bit of a starter guide, but you don't want to be told where to go. Uh, do this first. Get get this. Get this. It's, no, no. The beauty of the game is doing that for yourself, and the satisfaction you get from that, and uh, the game surprising you. It, it will keep surprising you um, in the best way. And then, um, yeah, and it's just it just goes. It's it's a long game, but it's it's all of a good quality, and um, yeah, it's it's brilliant. And also, 
I touched on it last week, but it's also got an excellent new game plus. So once you finish the game, um, you keep you keep everything except for the keys, which so just meaning you can't skip to the end basically, yeah. and um, play through it all again with upgraded weapons. But it also upgrades the enemies as well. So it's um, it's a, it's an extra challenge really. So and that goes up to new game plus seven. So each time you play the game, it gets harder and harder and harder, and it's uh, it, it just works really well. You can play it as much as you want, basically. Did and then you do all of those then? No, 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 no. Because um, a big appeal of the game is just starting it again and yeah. following a different route of weaponry or a different kind of character. So you might oh, might have you... someone with really low health and really high magic or something like that, and that yeah. that transforms the game as well. So that's basically there's there's people who've played this game for thousands of hours and it's because this is the massive um, scope for customization basically excellent okay well yeah i mean the only thing i'd add is um you know if anyone has been like i was really daunted by the game definitely just get in there and have a go with it yeah yes it doesn't it doesn't tell you much at the outset but you'll learn what you need within half an hour an hour and to, to certainly get you through the next few hours and um yeah, I'm. I'm really pleased I've gone back to it. It's. Um, I can see why there's so much love for it. Definitely, I do. I do really enjoy that challenge of you know, learn this for yourself. Um, and I'm sure there are things I won't pick up, sort of you know, playing it through the first time. But um, but yeah, there's there's certainly enough there to keep me intrigued. So yeah, I'll definitely be definitely be going on with it. Yeah, and you're also after the gargoyles, you've got a place called the depths, not not far off, which was. Um... For me, the standout part of the game. I don't think it was for many people, but for me, that's where okay. I really fell for the game. It was like, oh, this is incredible. Yeah, so that's not far off. I mean, how long a game roughly is it? Would you say? Uh, probably called fifty hours the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. And much oh, okay. of that is spent cowering in a corner, just going, "What the hell <laughs> am I doing? Uh, have, yeah. have I leveled my character wrong? What am I doing?" Uh, yeah. Basically, you can't go too far wrong. You you can finish the game with any character essentially. Um, yeah. You just it, it sometimes you if say you leveled the wrong weapon or something, it just means a bit bit more time getting leveling the the right weapon. Although sure. that's a bad example because there's no real wrong weapon. But yeah, you've, you've you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, I'll look forward to to cracking on with it anyway. But yeah, I guess uh, we'll move on to picking next week's games. Yeah. Um, have you got something lined up for me? I have. I meant to double check it's on your list. I'm pretty sure it is. A um, little bit left field. I'm going to choose Red Faction Armageddon. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, what, what do you know about it? Uh, very little. That that I know that it's a return to um, the more traditional Red Faction games after Guerrilla. Yeah. Um, Red Faction Guerrilla was one of my favourite games on the Xbox 360. It, oh, okay. it kind of came came out of nowhere for me. I just loved the kind of physics in it, like taking up buildings. Um, there were some annoying side missions in it, but on the whole, it really kind of knocked me for six. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. But oh right, um, okay, I'm very interested to see what you think about it. Then I didn't realise you played Gorilla. No, yeah, that's, that's... I, I absolutely loved it. But yeah, I had avoided getting into Armageddon despite loving that previous game because I'd been told or had read that um, it's not really anything like Gorilla. But maybe, maybe that's not the case. See what you think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Okay, so this week I've picked Little Inferno for you. Okay. Um, I don't know whether you've got any experience of it. Um, it's it's incredibly short. Uh, there's not 
a massive amount to it, but it actually entertained me a lot more than I, I thought it was going to. Right. Um, do, you, do you know much about it? I played the first maybe 10 minutes of it, and I just oh. uh, it didn't grab me particularly. I was just uh, got a bit bored. So it's, it's probably a good pick for this, because it means I'll stick with it. Yeah, and, I don't uh, know that there's a huge amount more, more to it. Than no, I, I could tell stuff. there was, because it had a, a bit of a progression bar. Yeah, and also I'm pretty stupid, so I was struggling to work the puzzles out. So I'll <laughs> okay. um, I'll I'll do it properly, um, and then finish it and let you know what I thought. All right, cool. Okay, well that's uh, I guess that's it then for this week. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can uh, you can tweet us at uh, Catch Up Pod on Twitter or email at hello at playandcatchup.co.uk. And uh, if you do have a couple of spare minutes, if you consider leaving a review on iTunes, that'd be absolutely amazing. We had two last week, and for some reason, we we shot up to 18th in the video games chart uh, on iTunes, which is pretty ridiculous. But um, it help, all helps us sort of get out to more more listeners. But um, yeah, thanks ever so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya.